0: I have 530. Do you? Uh I do. Five thirty. Okay.
1: This is the Sunshine Ordinance Task Force Complaint Committee of the City and County of San Francisco. We are convening in hearing room four o eight at City Hall. This is a regular meeting, June twentieth, beginning at five thirty PM. Remote access and or in-person participation. The Sunshine Ordinance Task Force and its committees convene hybrid meetings that allow in-person attendance in-person public comment remote access for petitioners and respondents and remote public comment via teleconference via webex the webex remote link is bit period ly forward slash 44 s 0 x g s then the password is sunshine the telephone call-in number is 415 six five five zero 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 one the meeting id is two five nine three six zero three 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 two pound pound if you wish to speak please press star three
0: um uh chair wolf would you like to read meeting decorum
2: I will be happy to read it meeting decorum any
3: member of the sunshine ordinance task force or its committees may call for decorum due to the disorderly conduct of meeting participants. Persons who engage in threatening and or menacing behavior may be asked to leave. Please call 1st item
1: item number 1, call to order roll call and agenda changes. Uh, let's begin with roll call. Uh, member wolf
2: here.
1: Member Wolf present member Stein member stein present chair schmidt is absent uh are either of you aware of any agenda changes i am
0: not
4: Uh, not either there's just that
0: issue of a microphone please oh sorry
4: yeah so there's just the issue of whether we would need a continuance or get a continue have a continuance for case 23029 but do we handle that now or do we
1: We can we can certainly mention it now?
4: I feel like if the petitioner is here and we and he does agree to a continuance, then we could save him some time uh in this meeting.
3: For which item is this?
4: It's for case two three zero two nine Pansia versus Mayor's Office of Innovation. I
2: don't have that on my uh, agenda.
4: Oh, that, that was removed right. from the agenda. Oh, it was already removed. Okay. Yes, it was All last right. week. I was wondering what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I just took a quick note of it because I saw the email today. Yeah, last week it was removed. Okay, never mind.
3: Okay, just for the record, um, this is uh, Member Wolf. I'll be chairing the meeting tonight in um,
2: Chair Schmidt's stead. Well, he's out of town. Okay. Uh,
0: let's see. I don't know. Well,
2: the next item. Hang on a second. Item number two, approval of the
1: April 18, 2023 complaint committee meeting minutes.
0: Uh does anybody have any uh, changes?
2: Certainly don't. I wasn't there for that meeting.
4: Yeah, so uh this is member stein um i think on p3 item four uh there was a superfluous phrase um hold on i'm just trying to open that um so on on item four i think it's the fourth line it says by uh by issuing an illegal written demand for the mayor's phone number in a public record. And by making an illegal written demand, not to disclose the mayor's telephone number. I'm not sure that we need by issuing an illegal written demand.
1: Are you looking at the April 18 complaint committee minutes?
4: Um, if I not, <laughs> uh, because
1: item 4 is not that item 4 is file number 21009 yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Oh, look, that's what you're looking at. Yeah.
4: on line four of that,
1: where it says six two five four point twenty one that line? Um
4: yes. okay. So by issuing an illegal written demand for the mayor's phone number in a public record and by making an illegal written demand not to disclose the mayor's telephone number, um I think that's really the same that was the same thing. I would just remove by issuing an illegal written demand. mayor's phone number in a public record okay and then on p6 item eight just to be a tiny bit more clear oh gosh where is that okay um uh right before the last paragraph starting that starts with action that was taken the paragraph starting laura bush on the third line It says, Ms. Bush stated that the records Mr. Kramer is requesting would require that new documents be created and analysis. I would get rid of and analysis and say that new documents be created with new analysis or using new analysis. Just to be clear on what we were talking about there.
2: Okay,
0: Uh, chair. Wolf, do you have any uh, changes that you want to make?
2: I don't and I I was at that meeting but I arrived late. Okay.
4: Were there those your only changes? Yeah, those are my only changes. Okay. So I would I can make a motion to approve the minutes with those changes.
2: Okay. Second. Any public let's any any public comment. Let's see Victor has joined us. Okay. Are there any members
5: of the public who would like to make public comment on item number two? Please use the
0: star three feature to be added to the queue or the raise hand option in the app.
2: I'm seeing no hands raised. Okay, Okay. great. Uh, Let's move to a vote.
0: Uh, are we ready for the next item?
2: No, we're ready for a vote.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Member Stein, I. Member Stein, I. Chair Wolf. Aye. Chair Wolf, aye.
1: Member
2: Schmidt, absent. Okay, please call next time. Guys have it.
0: Item number three, public comment. Members of the public may address the committee on matters
1: that are within the committee's jurisdiction, but not on today's agenda.
5: As a reminder for members of the public that would like to make public comment to this item in the application, the Webex app, you may press raise hand, or if you're calling
2: by phone, please dial star 3 to be added to the speaker queue. Okay, Tristine, we have 3 call in participants with 0 in the queue to speak. Good. We'll close public comment and move to the next item. Please call item number four.
0: Item number four, file number 21040, complaint filed by anonymous against
1: Dennis Herrera for allegedly violating administrative code, section 6721 D as dog by failing to order the custodians of record to comply with the records request and 67.34 for failing to discharge duties under the Sunshine
0: Ordinance as an elected official.
2: Okay, do we have both parties present? Uh,
0: The respondent is present. Um, uh, The petitioner is anonymous.
1: Um, he was given timely notice of this hearing so. And I didn't hear that he wasn't going to be able to make it.
5: Pardon the interruption Tristein. If there if the respondent is in the call in list, please use star 3 to
2: identify yourself. So I may unmute you.
0: Anonymous, if you are 1 of the 3 call in members, please dial star 3, so that you may be unmuted.
2: There's no response. Thank you very much. Okay, um, how shall we dispose of this? Um, shall we continue? Or shall we, uh. Close it and allow them to do that in committee.
0: Uh, committee, yes, we do close
1: items uh, per complaint procedure, Section 7B. Okay. Uh, we can do that with this matter if that's what you choose.
4: Okay. Uh, I, I want to say I think this is maybe the third case that we've had from the, this same anonymous where even though they didn't specifically tell us to drop the cases, they no longer seem to be appearing. Um, I don't know if that influences what we do here, but I just wanted to mention that.
2: Well, let me ask this, is there interest in uh, moving this uh, forward?
0: I will tell
1: you that um, Matthew knows that I've made like three attempts to get in touch with anonymous to see if he still wants to keep some of his cases active. And I have gotten no response, but um, as you are aware, we cannot close a case unless six months have lapsed. And then we once again get in touch with the uh, party to let them know that um per our complaint procedures, we will be closing their case unless we hear for otherwise, so I do do that, Cheryl, sorry, you said six months, it's not sixty days sixty days if there is if a person has missed a hearing, but if the case has been inactive mm-hmm. for six months, that's when we send out a notice to the party saying we're going to close your case
4: how do we? know a case is inactive
1: what is if i haven't heard from this person i mean i have people that i don't hear from that i regularly send this email to and then it's a oh yeah sure keep it open and then nothing so it's, okay it's something we do
4: i mean i think i would be in favor of tabling it for 60 days and then closing it Automatically, if there's no request to reopen the file, I think this the same issue has been taken up in other cases. So it's not that the issue will be orphaned Um, and I'm also wondering if we can consider. Just writing um, a notice to this anonymous listing all the cases that we have still outstanding and saying that if we don't hear anything in 6 months, we're going to close all of these because it's you know, such a it's use of resources for everybody to read these and show up for these. And if the petitioner is no longer acting on them, I think we should try to clear these cases. Okay.
3: I think it's a good idea, but I don't know. It's it's not the item before us.
4: No. So, how, but I don't know exactly where, to, how to bring that up because. I,
3: I think is... it would be worthwhile to bring it up at the task force level because we have multiple committees. Here. Okay.
4: All right, I'll do that so I would make a motion to table this for 60 days and then close it. If no request to reopen, the file is made. Uh,
0: okay, um.
4: Table for 60 days
0: and what what?
3: actually actually it's the. I think we should just invoke our procedure. Uh, 7b because it's actually,
2: um, uh,
3: The the correct verbiage is filed and dismissed without prejudice.
4: Okay, I'll withdraw my motion if you want to make the motion in the correct words.
3: Okay. So, um, I will move. Uh, this item under our, uh, complaint procedure procedure, um, section C 7. B to be filed and dismissed without prejudice. And that the um,
2: petitioner be notified uh, of the provisions of that paragraph. I'll second that. Public comment, Ms. Cabrera.
0: For any members that would like to make public comment on item number four, please
2: dial star three or use the raised hand feature in the app. We currently have three listeners with zero in the speaking queue. Okay,
3: public comment is closed. I thank you to the um, respondent for appearing.
2: Uh there no other items uh for the the parties um they are free to leave uh let's call the next item item number five file number two two one three two
1: complaint filed by michael petrellis against supervisor asha safai board of supervisors for allegedly violating administrative code section 67.29-5 by failing to respond to a request for Proposition
0: G calendar in a timely and or complete manner.
2: Mr. Petrellis, if you have joined us via the call-in option, please dial star 3 so that I may identify and unmute you. Chair Wolf, there's no response. Okay, thank you. Um, is the respondent present? All right. Same call. Same call for the respondent if they're calling in.
0: It doesn't appear that there's anybody from Supervisor Sufi's uh, office in the audience here. Okay.
3: Uh, Member Stein. <laughs> same, same call.
4: Um. Can we move items five and six to after um, item eight, just in case the petitioner shows up subsequently and then, um, you know, uh, subject these to (laughs) C7B after. Okay, so I would make a motion to move um, case five and six, which is 22132 and two two one three three, to. Um after item eight,
2: okay, so that would make them items number seven and eight and I, and the others will move up right, yeah, okay, I'll second that okay Ms Cabrera in public comment.
5: Members of the public that have joined us via call-in, if you'd like to make a comment, please dial star three to be added to the speaker queue, or if you're using the WebEx app, please press
2: the raise hand feature. We currently have two listeners and zero in the speaking queue. Thank you very much. and let's, uh, take a vote This is
4: Jay. Actually, can I just ask Cheryl to, did you get any confirmation from Mr. Petrelis? or?
1: I usually get an email, but Mr. Petrelis didn't contact me at okay. all. And when he appears, it's usually
0: by phone. Okay. So, okay. Okay, let's call
2: the roll. Yeah.
0: Member Stein, aye. Member Stein,
1: aye. Chair Wolf, aye. Chair Wolf, aye. Member uh, Member Chair Schmidt absent. Okay. Move by Member Stein, seconded by Chair Wolf, to move case five, cases five and six, numbers two two one three two and two two
2: one three three, after item eight. Okay. Let's call next time.
0: Item number seven, file number 22139, complaint
1: filed by anonymous against Dennis Herrera, Ron Flynn, Mayara Ruski, Augusto Sa, and the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission for allegedly violating Administrative Code Section 6725 uh, by failing to respond to an immediate disclosure request in a timely and a complete manner.
3: The parties
2: present. Ms. Cabrera, please open
0: the phone. from PUC. Okay. This is Are
2: there There's- any- Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Calling to see if
5: the Complainant Filer Anonymous has joined us. If you are one of the two call-in
2: members, please dial star three so that I may identify and unmute you for this case. That is star three to raise your hand, to identify you as a participant of this case and to be unmuted. There's no response. Okay, thank you. Uh, Member Stein, what do you think?
4: Um, I'm wondering first, is this the same anonymous as the earlier? No, it is. No, it's a different, okay. Different. Um, I guess, I think we should, uh, invoke complaint procedure C7B to file and dismiss the case without prejudice and to notify the petitioner of the provisions of that paragraph if we want to go that way.
2: Sounds good to me. I'll second it. Any public comments? Are there any
5: members of the public who would like to make public comment on item number seven? Please dial star three
2: to be added to the speaker queue. We currently have two listeners. Cheryl. Cheryl. So I'm just Chair down. Wolf, we do not have any speakers to this item. Okay. Okay, there we go. Uh are Come we up. moving forward? There was no public comment. No public comment. Please call the rules. Thank you. Thank you. Aye. I can't hear you. Aye, member Stein.
1: Aye. There you go. I can't hear. You. Sure. Uh, Chair Wolf. Aye. Chair Wolf. I member Schmidt absent. Moved by member Stein, seconded by Chair Wolf to uh, invoke complaint procedure seven B and notify the petitioner of the closure of this case.
3: Thank you. Uh. Let's move the,
2: let's go to the next item file number two three zero two three two three. Chair Wolf, the petitioner just stepped into the
1: room. I think he needs a minute to collect himself. So if you don't mind waiting and we'll at the same time be able to find out if uh, we have a representative from the police department. Um okay. Uh, Administrator Stephanie, can you tell us if
0: somebody from the police department is ready to be heard?
5: Thank you. If you are joining us today to represent the police department or to participate in the hearing for file number 23023,
2: please dial star 3 to identify yourself and to be unmuted. We had one caller drop off. We had we were back to three,
5: and one just dropped off. And currently, there are zero participants
2: identifying themselves. Okay. All right. Um. Shall we proceed without the, the respondent? First time. What are your thoughts?
0: I don't
4: know what what do you what do you think? I mean, usually uh, the respondent is here. Um, this is a respondent that usually does show up. So I'm just wondering. I didn't get any. Email. I'm wondering if they're thinking that this is going to happen much later. <laughs>
1: <That> <laughs> because be. I,
4: we've never had so many no shows. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, no, I absolutely understand. Yeah. Well, the petitioner's here. We could go ahead.
3: We'll... We can move. It. We can move it ahead.
4: Okay, let's just move it
3: this ahead. Is, this is only for jurisdiction.
4: Okay, uh, let's do it then.
2: So, okay. Is the um, petitioner ready?
6: So, are you ready? I'm sorry, um sorry. I think I sent you this by email, but um, it seems that you could not read it. Um, I received this uh, a couple of days ago and I went, sorry. Filter, this is the letter I received.
1: Um. Yeah.
7: Okay.
4: Um. I but these are not in the packet officially, right? For me. But we can include them in the packet for the full um, task force. Well,
6: uh, yeah. if you you make. Because I received those on last Friday and Saturday and, um, and I went to talk to them and, um, it was very hard. I still didn't I didn't get what I request that I was the conversation I have with, um, the
4: it's your comment for, your, for the case. Uh,
6: I, I was trying to answer her.
4: Okay. I understand you got these very recently, right? I got them. Oh, sorry. You got them You There's got no time to include them in the packet.
1: Well, the, the version I had was very light. So it's difficult to uh, Xerox and scan. Okay.
4: So I'm probably not going to look at these right now because my other task force member doesn't have them and the public has them. I understand. But we can put them in the packet. I would pretend, put yeah. them in the packet. Thank you so much. For the full test. No. Okay. okay. Oh,
0: here's also, sorry, the cover page.
1: So,
3: um, Ms. Where's so, I, let me just confer with Member Stein for a moment on in the our complaint procedure, the um, uh, six under documentation. Um, it specifically speaks to the task force and not to committees
2: with regards to the submission of of documentation. And, okay. and it and it it uh, uh, provides equal footing for the respondent uh, and the complainant. Petition.
0: Okay,
1: um, I just wanted to let you both know the woman who just left the room, Ms. Augusto Sa, um, said that showed me um, text on her phone that Michael Petrellis is trying to join the meeting, but he's not having success. So that's why we didn't hear from them. I thought that might be it.
4: Okay, so Mr Petrellis is not here due to technical difficulties, I guess. And I'm not sure, I mean, we can can hear this case and then hopefully he'll be able to join. Yeah, yeah. All right, so go forward with
1: this.
3: Yes. Okay, so um, back to this under, uh, just noting that under our procedures, Section uh, C six under documentation. Uh, it provides equal footing. Um, the provision provides equal footing for both um, parties, um, which requires um, five days prior to the hearing. But it, it doesn't specify for committees; just for the task force. Question is: Is what what has been the uh, practice uh, so far? as far as submission of documents late.
4: I mean, in this committee, we have sometimes asked people to add documents to their files um, if the files are going to the full task force because they're not as complete as they could be. But to my knowledge, we have not looked at documents that have been sort of handed to us on the spot that the public has not been able to see. Or in this case, for instance, like um, another member of the committee is not able to see. So I think our practice is to um, not look at them, but to invite them to be included in the full packet. Okay. Yes.
3: Uh- uh, so Cheryl, was the with the copies that you received? When did you receive it?
1: Uh, before the before the packet was uploaded. As I was reviewing materials, I saw how faded it was and I uh, tried to contact uh, the petitioner for a better copy didn't hear from him and he's just handed me a better copy. Today, right? A few minutes ago.
3: Okay, I think. um, I think we, we, I think we should move ahead, but if the documents. uh, Need to be referred to in order for us to come to some decision. Then I'm going to move to continue the item until.
4: Well, I can summarize for you. I did not really read them, but I could see by just a brief glance at them that it was documentation provided by the Department of emergency management, which was 1 of the. um, Agencies that SFPD referred the petitioner to to get some of the information that he was seeking. Uh, that's, that's what those documents were just a yeah. couple of things faxed from the D. E. M.
3: Okay, I'm just, yeah, well, uh, likewise, it, I, I hear you. I got that. Um, but if those documents are pertinent. To our being able to make a decision today. Um, and I'm not able to see them nor. And our policy is it our complaint procedure. Well, that would be only for the task force. That the opposing party would uh have a say in the matter. So okay, let's move ahead and we'll we'll, we'll take it step by step
6: here. May I say May I say
3: no, let's move ahead. Um
2: yep. so um we'll uh let's call the uh, petitioner. Um
3: Mr. Uh, Rivero, is that correct? Yes sir. Okay, great, thanks.
1: Uh me sign. How much time do you want to allot? Sorry. For How much time do you want to allot for speaking?
3: What's our regular
2: amount? We're not going to change. Uh, it.
1: Dean usually gives five minutes.
3: Okay. Five Pardon
5: minutes. me. Through the chair.
1: The
5: title. Yes. Of this item has not been read into the record. If we can please read that in.
3: Yes. Please call the item. Uh, two one two two one three nine. I'm sorry. Wrong one. It's item two,
1: number eight, eight, File number two three zero two three.
3: Right. right, please.
1: Read it. Yeah, complaint filed by Jorge Rivero against the police department for allegedly violating administrative code section 6725 by failing to respond to an immediate disclosure request in a timely and or complete manner.
3: Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Rivero. you have 5 minutes for your presentation.
6: Yeah, thank you. sir. um. The 2 documents, um. Uh, I brought today uh, the two documents I brought today is because I request um, I request a card um, from the police and um, actually I request the conversation I have on December second with um, the non emergency number. Um, so I filed the paperwork and I thought I did it right, but um, I wait, I wait, and, um, and I received a letter. Recently, and I'm um, and, uh, saying that I never pick up the, the paperwork. Well, um, I never received an email from them. I went to receive, I went to pick up something else. Another can, and they never gave me this. Now, when I went to, when you review the paperwork, I asked for, um. I went to mission police station to report an incident in the 7th second. I gave my initial report statement to Officer Rosie Olson. She told me that the next step was calling the Northern Ministry number and a request to have SFAPD to come to my apartment. I made the phone call around 12:15 p.m. I need a transcript of that phone call. Thanks. That was my initial request. So after waiting a long time, they said that they couldn't find it, that they send me a screenshot of the database um and they send me um some codes and um so i went to talk to them on friday um in the database screen it says here december 2nd 1217 and they said they could not find it i mean um it's hard to believe that um so I went on Friday and I spoke with somebody with an um with a police officer or whatever it is, the deputy, and um so I had to file the request again. And, uh,
2: and this time they sent me the card,
6: but they didn't send me one I request. There was a transcript of the conversation I have with that non amazing number. Um so this time somebody very upset came from the um, 1011 Turk telling me that that I got what I asked. And I said, Well, that's not true because my first request, I was requesting The transcript. So, well, you need to give us your phone number. okay. Um They said with the phone number, they're gonna do a, re- a search and um let's see if they can find a conversation. But um this morning I came from the DA office and finally I spoke with Molly Brown, who is the detective who called me that day, and she was very rude and she kicked me out pretty much from the office. Um I have been requesting the information about those phone calls. She made a phone call on December. Uh, I'm sorry, November 23rd, me she, she made a phone call. Um. And also, when I fell from the ladder. I make a phone call to her and I left a message saying that I believe that microphone is in my house. And um, She never returned my phone calls. Um. So, today I will try to they told me that. 10, 11, they don't have any records of those phone calls that I need to go to the office. And finally, I met Molly Brown. Um, like, again, she kicked me out pretty much. She said that, um. She cannot help me to get that information that she didn't record the conversation and that's about it, sir. And, and um, the situation is that something happened in my house. The police refused to investigate it. Thanks.
2: Okay, thank you. Uh, Is the petitioner present? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, the uh, respondent. Huh? Excuse me.
0: What? He was asking the respondent. See if the respondent was present. Yeah. So yeah. We've heard from you we
1: need to hear from the other side.
3: Uh, Ms. Cabrera, please check the, um. Uh, the phones, I see a lieutenant built to me. Yes, please. please.
5: If you are here as the, the respondent to file number
2: 23023, please dial star 3 to be unmuted. I also see Lieutenant Bill Toomey,
5: but they have not um, requested to be unmuted, and I had unmuted it earlier, and there was no response.
6: Sorry. Uh, Lieutenant, what?
3: Um, please wait until until we call on you again to speak. Word, This is uh, procedural right now. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, if we don't have a petitioner, I'll hold on.
4: We have the petition. We, we don't have. The-
2: Mr. Petrelis is calling me. Hello, this is Bruce. Yes. We don't see it being raised. Are you are you called in? Are you are you called in by phone? Okay. Okay. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh try calling in again and I'll uh stop the meeting and and uh and try to deal with that. Okay. Thank you. Okay, supposedly um, Mr. Petrellis, I'm
3: just going to stop stop the uh the meeting for a second uh having some technical issues. Um Mr. Petrellis has called in a couple of times. He's tried to raise his hand. That function seems not to be working, so I'm a little concerned that Lieutenant Toomey is trying to do the same thing, experiencing the same issue. Can you just unmute all the all the the uh, everybody in the uh, uh, attendees? Just unmute them and let's that way we can hear them. Okay.
8: You yes, hear this both is Lieutenant Calls. Toomey.
3: Okay. okay Are you the respondent for this item, Lieutenant Toomey?: Yes, I am Chair Wolf.
2: Okay, great.
8: And uh, you are correct. The phone call in is having a difficulty. uh I've raised and lowered my hand a number of times, and uh, I don't believe that on the on your folks' side that you can see that hand raising
5: and lowering.: Okay, thank you for that. I will look into that while this
2: case is going. Okay, and can you unmute the other uh, number? Yes, who's on that uh,
3: other call? It starts with the four one five
7: nine nine. Hi, this is Michael Petrellis calling in. Okay. Um, I hope you can hear me. I am really frustrated that I have not been recognized by hitting star 3. Yes, we're aware
3: of the technical issue. Um, just please stand by now that I, we know who you are, um, we'll just manually unmute you when, when your item comes up.
4: And we should just mention to Mr. Petrellis that because we didn't know you were here. We just moved your item till after the current item that we're on.
0: Your both of your cases.
2: Okay, great. Thank you. All right, let's continue. Okay, Um,
3: uh, Lieutenant Toomey, you are the respondent for this item. Um, It is your turn uh, for presentation. You have five minutes. Please wait for Ms. Leger.
0: Lieutenant Toomey, are you ready to begin speaking? I am. Go ahead.
8: Uh, The San Francisco Police Department received a request on December 21st, 2022, from uh, the complainant. The request was uh, provided 3 individual numbers. Uh, we did our research and determined that 2 of the 3 numbers were computer aided dispatch. Numbers uh, and the San Francisco police department provided the complainant m- With the information on how those uh, documents could be retrieved. From the San Francisco Department of emergency management. On the 25th of January, the uh, redacted copy of the 1 police report. Uh, that we did have in our possession was provided uh, to the complainant. Uh, We then started receiving correspondence from the complainant stating that there were uh, incidents uh, in his home. Um, And then we received information that he wanted transcripts of phone conversations that he had with the district attorney's office. Um, We continually corresponded with the uh, complainant and advised them to contact Those uh, parties, both uh, the Department of Emergency Management for the CAD information, as well as the uh, District Attorney's Office for any possible recordings of telephone conversations that they have, Uh, but we did advise them that we did not have any telephone conversations. As the complainant stated in his presentation to the uh, committee just now, uh, he recognizes understands that the individual that he was trying to contact with regards to phone conversations uh he's had contact with. Uh so as uh it's seen now the three pieces of information that he requested of the San Francisco Police Department, one was provided and two were referred to DEM uh so that
2: he could get those documents. Uh that's all we have with regards to this case. So that conclude your presentation? Yes it does. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Um, Member Stein, any questions?
4: Um, Yeah, I have a few questions. Um, So I didn't actually see the original request in the materials that you provided us. Was it in there somewhere and I somehow missed it?
6: Um,
4: The actual request that you made to the SFPD.
6: I think I submitted to um, her, her name, Cheryl, whatever her name is. Yes, I think I did, yeah
4: okay i just i didn't see it in the packet i don't I wasn't sure if it was buried in an email somewhere but um if you have a copy of that request and it's not in the packet, you should definitely put it in the packet um if this goes forward to the full task force
6: but um he, but the lieutenant uh told me he's right i mean he's right what he said that um they provide a few things and they told me to
4: can i can I just um, can I ask you a few questions before sure. um, before you uh, go into that? Um, did you receive um, the records requested, except for the record of the phone call with CISU, which you know the SFPD says they don't have? Did you receive the other records requested from the SFPD? I, re- I
6: received another. I, I re- sorry, I received another. Cad, um, cad report that I re- request. Uh, yes, I did. But that uh, was from
4: the DE, the Department of Emergency Management, correct? Are you talking about?
6: Sorry, that's ten eleven Turk. Yes. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they told me that um, the police um, um, told me that um, I should request the CAD, the CAD information through the the management, whatever it is. Um, I did, and a couple of months ago, and, um, they sent me one is here and the other one who I just, the other one that I just give it to you, they said that they notified to me that it was ready to pick up. I request the email, Mm -hmm. they never sent me an email, and I went on Friday, and it's what um, I explained to you that they couldn't find the information. I had to uh, submit a second request. And the second request they give me a CAD um, information that in that CAD everything is pretty much is a lie, but that's not we are what we're here. And I request that transcript, the conversation I have with a non-MS number because the police officer lied. Um he gave me a wrong CAD number, but he's under investigation for police accountability. Also, I would like to add something. I just came today, the meeting with police accountability, and I request uh, to see the report, and first, they said, yes, I can, you can see it. But now everything is sealed. They don't show me the report or the information or that, even though I requested online that I have the the right to see what the police officer did or said, they refuse to give me the information now. Um,
4: so I just wanted to say, like for in terms of what we can do, we can only look right now at the request that you made to the SFPD. And because I didn't see it in there, but you did talk about it, I just want to make sure I understand what the request was for. Um, so it was for the computer aided dispatch. Um of a for a call that you made on December 2nd, 2022 was where they mentioned that they gave you a police report or an. No, inst- they
6: give me sorry, they give me a cut. What I'm saying is when you give the instructions. First, he says, if you don't have the cat number. Just try to explain the what happened. I did. Um, and I request that months ago and it seems that I had to. Provide my phone number, so they can do a search, or my my phone call to the non non-emergency number. They're gonna do a, do a search. So, uh, it's the reason is I'm requesting that is because, well, I don't want to say it here. <laughs> it will show that nobody gave me the can number until later. The police officer gave me a can number that it was a fake can number. So okay, that, but
4: I just want to make sure I understand the information that you're looking for it was transcript of a conversation.
6: That's right. That, okay, that happened. is
4: what you were looking for.
6: I was looking for the, okay. that, that information that uh, the phone call that the police officer told me go home, make a phone call to the non-emission number and tell them that they need somebody to go to your house. That conversation I have with that um, non emergency number is important and um, they
4: and you still don't have that. I
6: don't have that. Okay. And, uh, let's see what happens. Okay. That was, uh, that was, um, that was on Saturday or Friday that I, I had to send a third request. I need to pay 35 dollars. And, um, it was pride, I believe. And um, Okay. Let's see what happens. Um, but, um, what was in what has been very difficult for me is that. There is accountability. You guys have these meetings regarding police and, and this and that, but there are police officers who work in the DA office. They're untouchable. You cannot access the data. You cannot access information. You're going to access any phone calls. And that's very, very hard for me to understand. Uh, I don't know. How is that possible? There is police accountability just for a few. So- uh, some, somebody else is doing whatever they want and there's no accountability. That's it. That's how I feel today. The 1st time I met Molly Brown and she was so upset. Like, I didn't say anything to her. I just went to talk to her. I said, do you have the data? And pretty much she said, get out.
4: Okay, so I also have a question for the respondent. Yes, ma'am. Um, uh, can you tell me in what form did you receive this request?
8: We received, uh, I'm, I'm trying to read through our. It appears as though our initial request came from our online portal, uh, and we did research to find that of the three numbers that we received, there were two Cads and one police report. And do those, you have
4: a request number for the online portal?
8: I'm going to review it because it looks like it was. Is it there, government
4: QA? Is that the
8: gov QA? Is the uh, is the brand portal that we do use? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, there are 3 separate uh, request numbers that were, uh, that were used because. It looks like they broke up the 3 request they. Each of the 3 requests were broken up because there were 3 separate numbers. I'm not necessarily sure why that occurred, but. uh, To get to the root of what was requested and when it was requested, I'm trying to get. uh, Bear with me 1 moment I can.
4: yeah, I mean, I would love to yeah. know those numbers if they were published, so that we could make sure to get this in the packet.
2: So we have
8: um, three separate what are referred to as R numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, the first number is R 32 dash one two two three two two uh that was determined to be one of the cad numbers and the complainant was advised to contact the department of emergency management the second r number uh r zero three two seven two six uh and then the last six numbers are the exact same as what i previously mentioned
4: 122322
8: two? yes ma'am okay uh, that too was determined to be a CAD number, and San Francisco Department of Emergency Management was referred. The last R number was R032725 and then 122322. That was determined to be a San Francisco Police Incident Report, which was produced and supplied to the complainant.
4: Okay. Um, and on um, what date was that provided?
8: The request came in December twenty first, twenty twenty two, and it was provided. Prov- pardon me, one moment, and I'll get you that date.
4: And it came in as an IDR. Uh, as it did an not, immediate, dis-
8: it did not come in as an uh, immediate. I want to review that, but I don't believe it came in as an
2: immediate disclosure.
4: But the DEM, I mean, the request for the CAD.
2: No, they can't, uh, it, it appears as though they came in as uh, uh, a regular public records request.
4: Okay.
8: And um, I'm it, sorry. And what
4: date was it provided?
8: The report was provide. I can I can kind of work backwards. I apologize. The report was provided on one twenty five twenty three. So there was our delay in that. Um, and that
4: you, would, you, you acknowledge there was a delay in your response. Correct. Okay,
8: Um, and I want to, I have to go into each individual file for the, for
2: the CADS and when we told them of the fact that they would need to contact DEM. Bear with me.
4: And if you have,
2: the, the they actually far- all. All of the responses
8: came in at 1 uh, came, re- were returned to the complaint on January 25th, 2023.
4: Okay, I mean, it would be very, if you have, um, copies that you can print out from the Gov QA. Database, um, or a uh, software that show these requests, that would be very helpful in your response packet as well.
8: I, I apologize, ma'am, just kind of learning this was our 1st in my tenure as with the legal uh, division. Dealing with requests that were merely a police report and not. Other pertinent documents that we usually meet with the task force about so in the future. Absolutely. We can provide. Uh, that kind of log or the, the correspondence that we do
4: have. Okay, that's all my questions.
2: Thank you.
3: All right. I have a few have other. The...
4: Go ahead,
2: I have a few other questions.
3: Um. So, um for Mr. Rivero, um, when you submitted your initial requests uh, for the records or information, did you um, request it as an immediate disclosure request, an IDR under 6725?
6: Um, I can recall, sir, I don't know what exactly is, are you asking me if I ask um the documentation like a, like a, it was important i guess i think probably i clicked the box but um i'm not sure if i understood if it's, uh there are two ways to ask information are you asking me if there is one way or another way different ways to ask information like no if- no no
3: no no i mean the, the complaint is written on the agenda says that um you file that you're filing a complaint against the police department for violating a very specific section of the law. And uh that, that it, that's it's called an immediate disclosure request. And there are very specific um, rules on how that uh, gets applied.
6: Um so, now I, I think I remember after all these I think I make a request online to get information about the incident that happened. And I got um I got a reply saying that they cannot disclose that information. The police, something regarding the police officer personal data was there, something like that. Um I'm
3: not concerned about that. I'm only asking about the original um request that you made.
6: Can I yeah,
4: can I take a moment just to explain? Cause I'm I'm not sure but um There, there's a just making a request, and there's also making a request under a special category where you write at the top of the request that this is an immediate disclosure request that you you want to have an answer in one day, and you have to identify it as such.
6: I, I don't think. But you just
4: did a regular request. I
6: don't think I did because the paper I got uh, says that we don't. we don't know. We don't expedite anything. That's what I got. Um, but
4: you didn't ask. You didn't use the words "immediate disclosure request" in your initial request. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't
6: think. I, I don't think I did. It's that.
4: just. It's just a certain category that that got mentioned in this case. But it doesn't really affect anything. We can consider still whether information was provided later. But, uh, I don't
6: okay. think I did because, like I said, okay. um, I read instructions and they said that there was not out information and I had to wait um I don't remember clicking okay. any box that i'm so prob- probably probably not, but I'm not sure
4: okay
3: and uh I agree with you um member Stein that we need the original um request I'm a little surprised also um lieutenant toomey that it's not actually in your documents that you submitted either um, usually you would include it.
8: Correct sure. well, with regards to, um, requests that are made online for police reports. It's a. A form a basic form entry. And the system then just says, uh, rec- uh request received. Uh, it doesn't actually, we don't do a full printout of that form to maintain in the, in the request. It just says report number date of request and then it is
3: assigned. Uh, let me ask, is there a place to notate that it's an an. Uh, it is
8: there for a basic police report. I do not believe we have an IDR because. Of the knowledge that we will not be able to supply a basic police report within 1 day. Uh, that's an assumption though, because I have not seen the actual. I can't tell you that I've actually gone through the public portal myself. I just know from the backlog of of requests for police reports to be able to find a solo police report in one day. We would have to respond um, with a, if they go to the portal where it says, if you want immediate, you go to the public records portal,
3: and then we respond okay. to IDRs there. Okay, I would urge you to reread 6725 as to what the requirements are for you to respond. And I'll just say this, I, that- I appreciate that, I understand- you, you You do not have to respond with the document within, by the end of the following business day, you can uh, request a extension of 10 days. Correct. And then provide any additional uh, on a rolling basis. Okay. So, yeah, the the idea is that is just to respond to the request by the end of the next business days, whether you have the records or not. And if you have them and they're easy to get, you can send it to them immediately. If not, you can request a uh, an extension. I, I can say that if they do make a
8: basic police report request, the system does automatically respond back to them with the uh, information that it's been received and what they should expect with regards to a timeline.
3: Okay. Uh- I'm move, move on, moving on, on page uh, 574 uh, on the page itself or PDF page seven of 40, um, you rattled off some numbers that started with an R and you said that they were the same numbers as the incident report. But no, look uh, at-
8: oh, I apologize. I might, you might have missed, maybe I didn't um, explain. The r number is our internal um, file number for lack of a better term for each of the different um numbers that the
3: respond- or the complaint requested on okay I thought I heard you say that it was the, the same number as the incident report
2: no
8: I, I if you did I'm sorry i might I don't believe I misspoke, but we might have uh, lost it. that might have been lost in the message
3: okay. All right. And and the um the items that Mr. Rivera was asking for was um three uh was one incident report and two CAD numbers, he, Is that correct? He
8: provided three numbers. Okay. And then our staff had to do a little bit of research to determine that two of them were in fact CAD numbers and
3: one was a incident report number. Okay. Are you are you declaring at any point now with, whether or disputing any of those documents are
2: public? Uh, no,
8: those 3 documents would be public
3: records.
2: Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, I have nothing further.
4: Um, this is member Stein. Um, I just tried to look up the request numbers that you gave me on the government QA database where it says, I you know the public records portal. And I am not able to find any requests with those numbers. This is, I'm talking to um, the respondent, um, uh, uh, Lieutenant Toomey. Um, Is there some other way I can search for those requests?
8: I believe you have to be the customer. I believe you have to be the actual requester to reference your own number.
4: So this is not a public archive, which I, it was <laughs> the, okay. the,
8: this is our internal uh
5: okay
8: system to track uh how the pro at what point each record request is in process
4: okay so i would i would just say to um mr rivero if you can go to that place where you made those requests and just access them again if you have those numbers that lieutenant toomey gave us and put those into your packet as well that would be you know give them to Cheryl leger that would be enormously helpful we don't have access to it uh, but you should have access to it. I,
6: I will and uh, you will get them shortly thanks okay. and I have a question when I have a chance
2: go ahead
6: um my question is that um when the police um give me the the card the card information it says here event historical detail but that's not that's not true because this incident has at least 35 pages that seems I went there a couple of times I asked for this and that how do I get that information?
3: Okay, so Mr. Rivero, what what we're doing here today, this is part one of the entire hearing. Uh, All we're here today to do is just to determine whether uh, the documents and the records and information you requested, whether they are actually public records or not, and whether they're within our jurisdiction to be able to, for us to be able to hear them and make a t- determination on them. That's all we're here to do today. Uh, if we are in agreement that they are, uh, then the, you'll be scheduled for a hearing before the full task force. And that is where all the merits and all the details uh, will be discussed at that point. Oh, sorry. So, just so you know, today is not the day that you're gonna get a decision about um, about the uh, complaint.
4: But we could pose this question, though, to uh, Lieutenant Toomey in case he knows the answer, which is that if you are looking for CAD records, I know you referred the petitioner to the Department of Emergency Management, but what information needs to be given to the DEM or what information do you need to receive your CAD records? If you are given the wrong number for what those CAD records might be, what are other ways those CAD records can be found? Do you know? Um, can they be found by just the person's name and date of the calls?
8: From my, from my limited. Um, interactions with the Department of emergency management, it's my understanding that you can provide. Your personal information and try to make a query to them. I think Mm -hmm. that's 1 of the questions that I had and I was hoping that maybe the committee. Could, um, address is the records that the complaint is requesting if we can determine which agency is actually responsible for them because i i don't know how one can provide how one can obtain cad information uh outside of a cad number because that's the, the and the cad number use. is
4: and the cad number who who has the cad number
8: CAD numbers are generated by the Department of Emergency Management. Um, They are used by the police department, but the generation and the uh, maintaining of CAD is through the Department of Emergency Management.
4: So if the DEM, if you're trying to get your CAD records from DEM and you need the CAD number to get those records, I don't know, that seems like
8: a particular I, I
4: logic. Like
8: Right. How- <laughs> I believe I believe that there is a, a search ability by them if you give them a, an address, a date and time of location of occurrence, type of occurrence, they they could conduct
2: a a search of their system.
4: Okay. All right, thank you. That's, that's it from me. Sorry, uh, chair Wolf. If you have more questions, please go no, ahead. I,
3: I have no further questions. Uh, th- thank you, Mr. Rivero, and thank you. Lieutenant to me. Um, the matter uh, will be, be f- with us now to determine. Um, uh, the, um. Status of this uh complaint. Thank um, you.
6: Thank, uh, you me- thank you everybody. Sure.
3: Member Stein any, um. Yep. Any motion coming to mind for you?
4: Um yeah, I would just I would make a motion that these records are public and under our jurisdiction um that there seem to still be some records outstanding. Um so I would like to send this to the full task force for a hearing, but I would like to make that uh contingent on receiving the original requests because this is a little bit of a it's a little bit confusing in the file without those requests there. I don't know if, if that can be put on the motion, but I'd like to see this packet uh, to you know be complete when it goes before the full task force and have those um, act, the actual requests in it. Okay. Provided by either the respondent or the petitioner, it seems seems like either can provide it.
3: Okay, let me uh, ask a quick question of our administrator, Ms. Leger when you um, uh, were creating the uh, description for this
2: complaint, um, how did the uh, IDR section section come to light for you? Excuse me, I'm just trying to find my agenda. I think I did so
0: because the sense of urgency that I. Understood from the petitioner. Um,
2: but it wasn't based upon of- any document that. Was submitted
1: I, I I'm sorry, I don't remember at, at, at this point, whether there was a document
0: that stood out. Um. My belief is that, yes, there was, I just, I can't speak to it right now. All
3: right, then I, uh, member Stein, I would, uh, add to. Um, the motion that we are trying to make, uh, that the disposition.
2: Of the, um, the violation, the, of the, of the code is not unclear.
3: And until we get that original. Uh, com- uh request
2: form we uh, will determine whether this is a under 6721
4: or 6725. Um, Okay, so I did say that we would forward it pending receipt of the original requests. Um, And I guess I could say so that the uh, nature of the violation can be
0: properly identified.
2: It sounds good to me. So let's make sure Ms. Lujak has the motion, and I'll obviously second okay. it.
1: Jiminy, back. Yeah, please. Uh, move by Member Stein uh, that the records are public. There is jurisdiction, and that there are records still outstanding, contingent upon, in this case, contingent upon receiving those records, and they want to see the packet complete and have the re- requests in it. And that either party can provide that information and that the disposition of the violation of the code is unclear until the committee receives the original request. um, and will determine if it is a
4: 6725. Um, Can I just make it a lot simpler? Yeah, (laughs) Um, I move that the records are public. Under our jurisdiction and under our jurisdiction and that there are outstanding.
0: Records yeah. period
4: um, I, that we move it to the full task force mm-hmm. pending receipt of the original requests. So, that the nature of the violation can be properly
0: identified.
2: it's good to
4: me. So for this to go forward, it'd be really important to have those three original requests. The R the and the R, the R numbers. numbers, we have the R numbers. So but you Okay. So yeah, sure. Okay. Do you we want to share? share?
5: We have yet to call public
4: comment on this item. Yep, we have but, yet to finish. Cheryl, do you want to read it back to
1: uh, moved by member Stein, <clears throat> seconded by Chair Wolf, that the records are public, it falls under the task force jurisdiction, and that there are outstanding records that we move to have moved to the task force pending receipt of the original request so that the nature of the violation can be properly identified.
4: Yeah, I think that's simpler.
2: That's good. Okay, now we can go to public. comment. This is for members of the public, not party to the. Be-
5: Thank you members of the public who would like to make comment on this item. I will unmute you and call you by your phone number. If you do not wish to speak, simply state that you will not be speaking. We currently have 1 listener. On the line caller 415599. Would you like to speak to this item?
7: This is Michael Vitrellis. No, I, w- I do not wish to speak on this item.
5: Thank you so much. When your turn. Your hearing is up. I will promote you to panelist. Chair Wolf, there
2: okay. are no other speakers on the line. Very good. Uh, ready for a vote? Please go all the vote.
0: Member Stein, aye. Member Stein, aye. Chair Wolf, aye. Chair Wolf, aye. Member Schmidt, absent.
2: Let's call the next day Thank you, parties. Item number 5, file number
1: 22132, complaint filed by Michael Petrellis against Supervisor Asha Safai, Board of Supervisors for allegedly violating Administrative Code Section 67.29-5 by failing to respond to a request for Proposition G calendar in a timely and or complete manner.
2: Okay,
3: uh, we'll have uh, five minutes each for uh, each of the parties. Uh, let me just ask, uh, Mr. Petrelis, um, is this is the respondent just Supervisor Safai, or is it? The
2: supervisor and the board of supervisors. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, he's there. Go ahead. Should be unmuted. Hi,
7: this is Michael Petrellis. Um, uh, my complaint is only against Supervisor Safai.
2: Okay,
3: great. Okay, Um, Ms. Leger, when you're ready, um, Mr. Petrelis, please wait um, for Ms. Leger and the clock, and you
2: have five minutes for your presentation.
0: Michael, you ready to begin speaking? Yes. Go ahead, sir.
7: Um, I was able to open the uh, attachment uh, that's part of your agenda today, so I could look back. At the correspondence I had with um Sufai's office, uh specifically his chief of staff, Bill Barnes. And I see that um this matter began last year. Uh, right now I can't remember if I made the original request in November or December, but um uh, I um do not recall ever receiving Safi's calendar. And, looking over the packet that should be in front of you all um there's nothing from the um uh supervisor's office indicating he uh, shared his public calendar with me and I was very um uh displeased to see that Bill Barnes said at least once, maybe twice. Um, In an email to Cheryl that um, they supposedly had turnover on staff for the person who handles uh, sunshine requests. Uh, I wish to point out that they never name who that person was. I believe in all instances with supervisor supply all the sunshine matters go through Bill Barnes and I think that his. Um email to Cheryl saying they had alleged turnover, staff turnover uh about this um is bogus. That's all I'd like to say at this point.
2: Okay. Thank you very much. Uh is the respondent present? Ms. Capera, is there any Anybody waiting on the
3: line?
5: There's no one waiting in the attendees list.
3: Okay, thank you. Okay, um, we can still proceed without the respondent. Um, Member Stein, any questions? or?
1: I do want to mention something, Chair Wolf, that um, when I have emailed Bill Barnes in the past regarding uh, Sunshine Matters, um, there's usually a conflict because there's a board of supervisors meeting that often conflicts with uh, task force business. And that's generally where I have found Mr. Barnes to be.
3: I understand that, but they should at least notify us Yeah. that I, they're not going to be present. I have anybody from the office, uh, you know, that's, that's more or less a requirement, if not a courtesy.
4: So I just I have a question for the petitioner. Um you said you said that you don't recall ever receiving um the Prop G calendar for Supervisor Safai. Um are you certain that you did not receive the documents?
7: Yes. While I was um uh, on hold and you were processing uh another uh, complaint, I uh did a search of um old emails. And I never got anything in response uh, to this request. I never received um, any, um, uh, I did not receive the Prop G calendar from Bill Barnes or anyone in Safai's office. And um, regarding the matter of a conflict with the Board of Soups, I do not know if right now, if they are in meeting at this hour, and even if they are, um, there are 4 staff people for supply, um, they should be required to participate in this call, but back to your question. No, I did not receive uh, the requested records and I just did a search while I was on wait.
4: Okay, thank you. That was my only question.
7: Okay.
3: Um, uh, did you receive any, um. Uh, response from the respondent as to whether. They, at. Um,
0: uh, I didn't what? receive anything.
1: Whether they would be able to send the records later? No, they
3: no, couldn't. no, oh. no. Uh, whether they pled no contest or not?
0: They did not uh, respond There's-
1: specifically to the affirmation letter saying that they agreed that they were late or that they didn't provide records.
2: Doctor, referring did. to him. yes, the affirmation. the affirmation letter. Yeah,
1: I didn't get a response to the affirmation letter.
3: Oh, you did not. Okay. Yeah, that was my question: whether okay. you got a response or not. Okay. Oh,
4: there's nothing. There's nothing from them at all in the packet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Petrellis. Um Member Stein.
4: Um, yeah. I mean, I would be inclined to. You know, these are cl- clearly public records under our jurisdiction. Um, I would be in favor of sending this to the consent calendar um, to find a, a violation of 67.29 5, failing to respond to a Prop G calendar in a timely manner. I think it's a very clear case.
2: Okay, I would uh, concur and second that motion.
0: That's a motion? Yeah. Okay.
4: So, it's that the records are public and under our jurisdiction and that we send it to the consent calendar with a recommendation. To find a violation of 67.295, failing to respond to a Prop G calendar in a timely manner.
2: Should we open it up to public comment? Yeah. Yes, please. Ms. Capera.
1: If
5: there are any members of the public that would like to speak to this item, I will unmute you and call you by the area code and first three digits of your phone number. We currently have zero attendees or listeners on the line.
2: Okay, public comment is closed. We're ready for a vote. Please call the roll.
0: member stein aye member stein aye chair wolf
2: aye
0: chair wolf aye member schmidt absent
2: item is approved let's move to the next item
0: item number six file number two two one three three complaint filed by michael
1: petrellis Against Supervisor Dean Preston, Board of Supervisors, for allegedly violating Administrative Code Section 67.29-5 by failing to respond to a request for Prop G Calendar in a timely and a complete manner.
3: Okay. Are both parties present?
7: I'm here. Michael Petrella. I'm here.
4: And respondent is here in person.
3: Respondent is here in person. Very good. Okay, um Mr. Petrellis, uh you have 5 minutes.
0: you ready,
2: sir? Are you ready, sir? Yes, I am ready.
0: You may begin.
7: Hi, Michael Petrellis here. Um first of all, I uh have clicked on the attachment for this item in um uh, your calendar, and it doesn't open up. Um, I don't know if you're able to look at the packet, but I hope you are because I can't see it. I wanted to refresh my memory um, uh, by what is in that um, attachment. Okay. So hold hold,
9: hold
3: on a second. Stop the clock, please. Uh, Mr. Petrellis, if you go to the, um, the agenda. Underneath your item, it'll say part 1 of 3
2: part 2 of 3, part 3 of 3. Each 1 of them are a link.
7: Hang on. I'm going to um, your agenda. Um,
2: I'm sorry, Bruce, what am I looking for? So, under under this item, it's item number 6.
3: It says part 1 of 3, part 2 of 3, part 3 of 3. Because there's so many documents.
7: Oh yes, I see that. Thank you.
3: Okay. If you click on each one of those, they're each a link, individual links.
7: Thank you. Um it is opening part one right now. Okay. When you're ready and, please,
3: when you're ready, please let Miss Leger know that you're ready to begin again and she'll she'll start the clock.
7: Um please start the clock. I am ready to start again, uh, just based on seeing that 210 pages are here uh, indicating and I see that um, the calendar was provided to me, a very extensive calendar uh, was provided to me. Excuse me, so I believe that the issue here for me is um, the timeliness of when I received the records.
2: Does that conclude your testimony?
7: Yes, that concludes what I want to say.
3: Very good. Thank you. Uh, respondent for uh, Supervisor Preston, you have five minutes. Please wait for Ms. Legere. Uh, Start can, the clock
10: if you can spell your name so that I know. All right. Great. Hi, um, my name is Jennifer Bolin. J. E. N. N. I. F. E. R. B. O. L. E. N. my a legislative aide for supervisor Preston. Um, just to go over this, we received the request from Mr. Bertellis at 1201 a. M. on October 15th. Um, it was over the weekend, so it falls over to the Monday, which would be October 17th meaning We had a duty to respond um, within 10 days to, on October 27th. Um, the request was sent to the chief of staff, Kyle, Smiley, and to supervisor Preston himself. Um, the chief of staff forwarded it to me on the 25th. I acknowledged receipt. What I didn't do was uh, request a, a, an extension to respond um i think i had thought that i'd be able to get them the prop g or give mr pachels the prop g calendar within 2 days not realizing um it would take a lot longer to go through and take out personal phone numbers or um meetings with the city attorney um or other sensitive information that i would i would need to redact um and i ended up responding on november 3rd about a week after the deadline of october 27th um on the 25th, had I asked or invoked the extension to respond, I would have been timely. And so I'm hoping, um, lesson learned and I'm hoping for some leniency on this. Um, and. I, I think that's all I have to say. Thank you for for your time.
2: Does that conclude your testimony? Yes, very good. Thank you. Member Stein any questions?
4: Yeah, so let's see. Um, you mentioned that you have a 10 day response time, but what was being asked for is something. Co- that's meant to be like a publicly available calendar that according to, um, Prop G, or it's, um, in the sunshine ordinance, it's 67.29 dash 5, a, um, requires that that calendar be available within 3 calendar yes, days. Okay. So, you're a little bit more outside of that, but so I just wanted to ask if you were aware of the response time for calendar being 3 days and you are,
10: (laughs) Um, I wasn't aware of that until a 2nd, or a different request from Charles came in recently um, with the 3 day deadline. And I asked for um, an extension of time, knowing that it takes longer uh, to give that just to remove in our calendar. We add in telephone numbers and other identifying information. So it's easier for us to know. Um, so I was made aware of that after the fact.
4: Okay, I am aware of it now, and you already have acknowledged in your response that, um, that your response with the Prop G documents was late. Yes. Okay. Great. Thanks. That's all from me.
3: Okay, I have no further questions at this time. Thank you, Ms. Bowling, uh, can step away from
2: the podium. It's up to
0: us now to figure out what to do. So I, have,
4: I do have a question for you, um, sure. Chair Wolf. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering, you know, the, the property calendar, when I read it, I assume that there's sort of a special calendar being kept for the public that can just be easily provided. But I feel like over and over again, we have people who are having to do different agencies are having to do, you know, major redactions of phone numbers and other information they consider sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, is there supposed to be a separate calendar kept or is, is there some thing that they should be doing to make these calendars easily available within three days?
3: Right, so the, this is really a matter of, uh, of uh, how each person uh, manages their calendar. What was happening in the past was that they would combine both their quote unquote public calendar with their personal calendar, and then they would have to redact the personal calendar items uh, because they don't apply. So, um, that started a new movement, uh, to have two separate calendars, one for personal and one would be, uh, the public count Prop G calendar. Now, The question is, is if there were items in it that needed to be redacted, um, now that it should be a kind of a decision made upon the uh, producer of the calendar, whether that that information should be in there or not. Uh, If it's going to cause the, uh, the record not to be available within the required time, then there, sounds like, as you're suggesting, be an adjustment to that procedure um, because it does take a long time to do that. Plus, uh, and this is for uh, Ms. uh, Boland's benefit, uh, anytime there's a redaction, there has to be a a code key for each and every redaction as to why, you know, kind of a, 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 under what law are you allowed to redact? So if you, you know, for this many uh, days or or months or years of calendar, um, you had to do, uh, you know, dozens, if not hundreds, of redactions, then uh, that would be a quite extensive uh, key. Um, so that's so. I agree with you, uh, Member Stein. You know, the it, it's supposed to be made public enough. So that it can be pretty much instantly produced, uh, if not be posted somewhere, right? That's and I'll stop there.
4: Okay. Yeah, I just wondered because eight months of calendar entries, if you have to do redactions, I don't see how it can be done in three days. But, but that is the law. Yes. Right. So.
3: So I understand. Yeah. I understand what Miss Boland was saying that it's a lot easier to have. The, um, information, you know, all in the, uh, in the calendar entry. Um, but, uh, this is. This is what this is what happens and, uh. And if you're going to redact, then there has to be that key. Uh, because if there's some
2: question as to whether the redaction was correct or not. uh, There has to be some reference. Okay, so um, timeliness, that's what this is about.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I think this is another case that could just go to the consent calendar um, because it's public records under our jurisdiction. Um, I think there's, you know, a simple violation of timeliness under 67.29-5 failing to provide the Prop G calendar in a timely manner.
3: I agree,
4: so I will make that motion that we just send it to the consent calendar, particularly since all the documents have been provided
2: mm-hmm. And I'll second right.
3: that, and I'll just say in general that um. Yeah, trying to figure this this out. It may take a little bit of gymnastics. uh, And I'm not, I'm not sure I have a cogent. Suggestion or answer for that. Mm -hmm. Deal with this issue
4: that was your motion. That was my motion. yeah. Yeah. Do you want to read it
1: back? Uh, move by member Stein to send the matter to the consent calendar and acknowledge the violation of timeliness under 67.29 5 failure to timely provide.
4: Failure to provide a property calendar in a timely yeah. manner.
2: And I 2nd.
1: Do we want to open up for public comment?
3: Yes. Ms. Gabara?
1: Thank you. Are there any
5: members of the public that would like to speak to this item? Currently, there are zero attendees.
2: And no one in the chambers?
0: No. I just responded.
2: Okay,
3: public comment is closed. Uh, We're ready for a vote. Please call.
1: Member Stein? Aye. Member Stein, aye. Member Wolf? Aye. Or Chair, Chair Wolf, rather. Uh, Member Schmidt, absent.
3: It's approved. Thank you. Uh, this is Michael
7: Petrellis. Um I, I was unable to make uh general public comment before, and I'm asking if I could have um a minute and a half to make some general public comment now, please.
3: Um
4: this was due to technical difficulties,
3: right? Yeah. Yes. So let's uh let's reopen.
7: Right. Due to technical difficulties. Yes.
3: <laughs> Please uh we'll uh go ahead and reopen uh, public comment.
9: Uh,
2: and this will be for, uh in general for everyone at this point whoever's uh attending. So uh, we're going to reopen. Thank you. So
3: hold on Um, a second. Let me me, hold on. Let me just get it right for the for the record here. Okay, Um, we're going to uh, uh, I'm going to allow uh, public comment uh, item number three to be reopened, uh, and I'm going to hand it to
9: uh,
3: Ms. Cabrera to uh, make the preamble and to run the clock and call on speakers. Thank
5: you, Chair Wolf. Are there any members of the public that would like to address the committee on matters that are within the committee's jurisdiction, but not on today's agenda? We will be unmuting all participants and calling you by your area code and the 1st, 3 digits of your phone number. We currently have 0 attendees in the queue.
0: So, then we will go to color. We have guest, Mr. and I will defer
5: to um, miss leisure to. Run the clock in the
0: room, uh, Mr. Charles, are you ready to begin? Yes, I am. Go ahead, sir.
7: Uh, Thank you for reopening public comment uh, because of technical difficulties. Um, I wish to ask that um, uh, this body uh, have only one way of remote participation and that it be by phoning in. I have had difficulties with WebEx, uh, with this um, task force and with other city bodies. And I I find it's just impossible uh, to get around the glitches with the WebEx. And even though today I wasn't recognized when I hit star three to make public comment, I have been able to uh, call into this meeting. So I ask that you please consider Um, only having uh, folks call in on the telephone to participate. The second matter I want to address is um, I very much appreciate the cl- clarification uh, by Member Stein about um, Prop G calendars, um, uh, th- they're to be maintained, and then if the public requests them, they are to be turned over in three days. Uh, there's been a question about this matter with Wilson Eng who the supervisors and their staffs to Wilson in the clerk's office for advice when I've made these requests and I have argued that if a meeting happened on Monday, it gets entered in on the calendar. And if I come along on Friday and make that request, it's been more than 3 days since the meeting happened. Uh, And that means the public record should be released. I wish to also stay on the record that um, uh, Raphael Mandelman's office um, understands this and that they are really the best office of the supervisors that when I make these requests for the calendars, uh, Mandelman's office uh, does a turnaround within um, three days. They are very good. Uh, about adhering to that section of the law. Uh, that's all I'd like to say.
2: Any other public comment? No, no others. Okay, thank you. Public comment is closed. Please call the next item, Ms. Legere. item number nine announcements comments questions, and future agenda
1: items
0: by members of the complaint committee
2: member Stein anything
4: I don't have anything at this time
2: neither do I uh, there's no public comment because nothing was introduced here uh let's move to the next item. This is- Item number 10, adjournment.
0: I have 713.
2: Okay, do I have a motion to adjourn?
4: Did you make a motion to adjourn? Are you asking for one? I'm
2: asking. I'm
4: asking. Um, I'll make a motion to adjourn.
2: And I'll second. All those in favor, say aye.
0: Aye.
3: Aye.
2: Adjourn 713. Thank you very much.
4: Shortest task force meeting I've
0: ever been to.